Everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. Thanks for joining us once again here on Poker Action Line. This is our part two of the best of 2018 show. And rather just run a bunch of interviews as we usually do. Uh, normally we only have one best of show, but it just so happens that uh, the nights we do the show happen to fall this year on Christmas Day and or actually Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So we wanted to do a couple of shows and tape them ahead of time so that uh, you could enjoy having something up for the week, but uh, would allow us to a little freedom to celebrate the holidays on our own. So that's what we're doing. Uh, I will have the Chris Moneymaker interview, probably uh, my favorite interview of the year, the top interview of the year, and we'll carry that in this show tonight. Also, last week in part one, we heard from Steve Blay, and he talked about his book that came out uh, last year with Kui Win and uh, talked about the World Series of Poker win in 2016. The uh, discussion ranged on to his website, which is advancedpokertraining.com, and we will talk about that a little bit and some of the instructional part and strategy part of the game in tonight's second half of that interview, so we'll have that a little later in the show. But I thought we would start off with uh, some of the top stories of the year. Uh, Poker News actually does a top 10 list, which they are in the middle of coming out with now, but they also mentioned some stories, and I want to talk about a couple of those uh, that didn't make the cut. Very important stories that people will want to look at and uh, remember from the year 2018, but uh, didn't make their top 10. So when we get back after the first of the year, we'll probably talk about those 10, and uh, we'll get Joe's thoughts on that as well when he's back together with us, and we will have some fun looking back at the year one more week as we head into 2019. The uh, PCA, the, the Poker uh, Championship in uh, the Bahamas, by, put on by Poker Stars, is getting underway uh, next week as we uh, release the show here. So uh, we will talk about that as well. Big tournament this year because they have given away over 180 uh, platinum passes which uh, there's some really interesting stories about some of those. A chance to uh, win a $30,000 prize over the course of this past year and participate in a huge tournament in the Bahamas and have a great trip and pay for uh, some of their travel as well. So we will uh, get to that. That is actually number 10 on the top 10 list from PokerStars. So we'll talk about that a little bit next week and give you a little preview on the PCA, which is... uh, just a short 18-minute flight here from, from here in South Florida, but it uh, uh, seems like a world away for me, so uh, I don't think I will be there, but uh, certainly not playing. Uh, I didn't win a Platinum Pass, although one was given away to a member of the media, the poker media, so we'll talk about that as well next week. <clears throat> I'd like to talk about some of the top stories that, that didn't make the top 10, so let's have a few comments on some of those. We'll start off uh, Phil Helmuth, uh, who made a lot of news at the World Series of Poker this year. Of course, we uh, every time Phil does something, it's always making news. Uh, last week, we talked a little bit about his uh, prop bet with the, uh, returning a tennis serve of a professional tennis player. 
and uh, always kind of interesting. Whether you like Phil or not, he's always interesting. And this year, he made a lot of news at the World Series of Poker. First, before the series even started, he put up his markup to buy uh, some of his action at 1.8, which really upset a lot of people. Then he got to the series, and during the main event, he actually uh, ruined a, a, a firefighter by the name of James Campbell. His bid uh, coming going very deep in the main event was uh, really uh, stifled by Phil in a uh, rant during a vital hand when they were playing three-handed and uh, cost uh, this gentleman a chance to make the final table. Uh, Phil kind of redeemed himself a little later on. He uh, offered to buy that father of two into the main event for 2019. And that as some people mentioned, uh, was probably good karma because he did win his 15th WSOP bracelet later in the series. Uh, another story that was big this year was the shared liquidity and online poker between uh, New Jersey, Nevada, and Delaware. Uh, they were able to uh, have a combined platform there and uh, one of the biggest stories in the United States. Also uh, looking forward to Pennsylvania kicking off. That's part of that story as well. And there was some shared uh, liquidity also in France and Spain. So Portugal later joining that pool and uh, probably the best way to go. And we'll uh, may keep uh, online poker here for quite some time. Another story that uh, made the news this year was uh, Johnson winning the uh, WSOP main event. Probably should be a top 10 story, but uh, they didn't include it in theirs. Uh, Joe Cotta, of course, uh, made a deep run in that. Johnson eventually uh, winning head-to-head over Tony Miles and Michael Dyer, finishing in third place there. But a uh, really great series. Unfortunately, ended about uh, 5 in the morning, so a lot of people on the East Coast probably didn't get a chance to see too much of it until later, reviewing uh, tapes of it. But uh, a great World Series this year. It really promoted a lot of things, including um, it, the absence of tanking and Hollywooding. Um, great guys having a good time, and it really uh, offered some great insight and uh, uh, hope for the future as uh, the social game of poker, uh, the social side of poker is a, is a big part of the game, and obviously we look forward to seeing that after uh, a year, uh, two years ago, where Will Kasuf kind of uh, embarrassed himself and the game of poker with some of his antics uh, there. Uh, short deck poker emerged this year in 2018. A lot of people playing that. Uh, a lot of the big names are really enjoying it, including Phil Ivey, Tom Dwan, and Ike Haxton. And uh, that, of course, the game that eliminates uh, deuce through six out of the deck and uh, kind of really changes things. A little bit of different layout as far as to which hands uh, win in which order. But uh, I think it's a growing game. A lot of uh, tournaments are including them into play, and I think we'll see a lot of that in 2019. The next story is uh, Maria Konnikova, who is a poker journalist, uh, actually just a regular journalist that wrote a little bit, decided to write about poker, and decided to learn the game down. She uh, took uh, instruction from Mike Seidel and decided to uh, take a sabbatical from writing to play professional poker. And actually won a 1650 event at the PCA uh, National Edging Out. Uh, Alexander Siskin won uh, $85,000 and also won a Platinum Pass. So we'll see more of Maria in 2019. Speaking of Will Kusuf, I mentioned him earlier. He lost his sponsorship with uh, the Grossvener Casino uh, after a drunken incident. 
palming some 100-pound uh, chips, not, not in weight, obviously, but 100 uh, euros uh, from a friend, and uh, he was caught and uh, lost his sponsorship. So not a good guy, and despite uh, the entertaining nature of some of his uh, table talk to some people, uh, kind of a down year for Will Kasuf. Uh, the grinder, Michael Mizraki, made news this year by winning his third $50,000 Players Championship at the WSOP. He won uh, two out of three years a few years back, and he won his third one this season and uh, finished, uh, passed through a great star-studded final table that included the likes of uh, Dan Smith, John Hannigan, and Mike Leah. Speaking of Mike Leah, he had controversy in 2018. When people accused him of buying a title on the WPT, the Fallsview title got down uh, to a battle with Ryan Yu, and uh, they made a chop and really went through it in a pretty obvious way that they were quickly ending the tournament, and a lot of people felt that the integrity of poker was really the uh, the one who suffered in that, uh, that kind of play. Uh, Leah was really unrepentant about it, but uh, nevertheless... Uh, a lot of people found fault with that, and uh, there may be some changes in the poker world following that one. A uh, big story came out of uh, play uh, at Party Poker's The Big Game as uh, Australian player Matt Kirk lost $4.7 million, much of it to uh, Leon Sukranik. And uh, there were some uh, other things that happened in uh, some of their head-to-head play that made Sukranik look very bad. But... Uh, there's a lot of big money still out there and a lot of it foolishly lost. Uh, bad beat jackpots continued to uh, proliferate in 2018. Six lucky players at the Motor City Casino uh, won over six figures as uh, they had a huge payout of a $1 million bad beat jackpot in Detroit. There was also one uh, where players felt that they did not get the uh, money they deserved at the Red Rock Bad Beat uh, Casino. And uh, then there was one hit for $1.375 million in at the playground in Montreal. But uh, the most interesting story out of Bad Beats, I think, was a fellow named R.J. Bergman had quad nines cracked. Uh, the Bad Beat jackpot was only 18000 which is uh, mere pittance compared to some of the ones we've talked about before. But he only got $665 of it with his quad nines because he was not only beaten by another set of quads, higher quads, but ended up in third place in the hand. There was a straight flush in that hand as well. So he only got the small cut at the end of it. There was also a story that came out of Texas this year. Uh, Tom Steinbach, a poker player, was shot in the back after leaving the Texas card room. He did recover. And they did make arrests in the case, but uh, just kind of scary the things that can happen there outside of all the robberies that we've seen this year. Another story that made the news, Sean Deeb winning uh, Player of the Year for the WSOP. Uh, he was really the only one that traveled to Europe to finish that up. Uh, Chris Ferguson was there as well and challenged somewhat, but uh, Deeb ends up winning over Ben Yu, Joe Cotta, and John Hennigan. Uh, none of those th- last three actually attended Europe and uh, gave up their chance to make a final challenge. Uh, the WPT has moved now to delayed final tables. It looked like that was over when the no- November 9 was eliminated and they played out the table last two summers. 
but they are uh, putting three to six weeks between qualifying and then playing in the six-handed final table at some of their events as they are playing them at the eSports Arena at the Luxor in Las Vegas. Uh, earlier this year, we talked about this on one of our programs. There was a pretty funny uh, angle shot out at the bike in Los Angeles, live at the bike, uh, Armenian Mike, um, shoved all in and then basically said that wasn't really what he wanted to do and there was a large argument and we got a good look at uh, cheating and poker and some of the angle shots that take place in the game also news out of china the uh there was a crackdown on social poker games on some of their social apps uh any apps offering poker in any form were banned beginning on june 1st and uh, that included google play and the app store in their country and some of it were labeled. Some people were labeling it the Chinese Black Friday, and we'll see what happens in 2019. And the final story we did want to mention: uh, the mother of Farzad Bonyadi won a bracelet at the World Series of Poker, won the WSOP Super Seniors, and so that's the first time that a mother-son duo has both won uh, World Series of Poker bracelets in their history and uh, kind of an interesting story because she's in her 80s and uh, and won that uh, tournament this year. So those are the some of the top stories of the year and then make the top 10. We'll talk about those in a future show after the first of the year. But that gets us started here on our best of show tonight. When we come back, we'll hear our interview with Chris Moneymaker and uh, really enjoyed talking to Chris, a great ambassador for the game and uh, Spent plenty of time with us uh, out the, at the uh, uh, Seminole Hard Rock uh, this November and uh, talked about uh, Platinum Passes, the Moneymaker Tour, and some of the things that have happened to him since uh, really setting off the poker boom in 2003. We'll listen to that when we come back. You're listening to the best of 2018 Poker Action Line, and we'll be back with more of the show when we return. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Welcome back to the Best of Poker Action Line. And we want to bring you the Chris Moneymaker interview that we promised you last week. Uh, I interviewed Chris uh, outside of the poker room at the Seminole Hard Rock. He was leaving uh, on a break and uh, gave me 15 minutes, which was uh, fantastic. Uh, he's always been very kind with his time. Of course, he is uh, promoting the uh, Platinum Passes that have been given away to the upcoming uh, event at the uh, the Atlantis in the Bahamas, the Players No Limit Hold'em Championship, which is uh, brought to you by Poker Stars. And uh, it's been an unbelievable run for giving away these Platinum Passes throughout 2018. It started early in the year, and by the time the tournament rolls around, they will have given away over 300 passes worth 30 grand apiece. Uh, $25,000 to the buy-in uh, of the tournament and another 5000 for travel. And 
It's been a very interesting uh, promotion, giving away these passes. Uh, some big-name players have won them. Some players that nobody's ever heard of have won them in smaller tournaments. Uh, also, there's been some given away to different uh, kinds of people, including vloggers and uh, media people and uh, just people who entered poker tournaments that end up winning drawings. So uh, we definitely will have a great mix of people in this event. And uh, I'm kind of curious to see how many people will actually buy in it uh, to the event for twenty-five grand that didn't win a Platinum Pass. Uh, we'll see how that works out as far as number of people participating. It is being played from January 6th through the 10th, and then the Poker... Um, the Poker Caribbean Adventure, the Poker Stars Caribbean Adventure, starts on January 10th. So it precedes the regular events, and there's a lot of uh, tournaments planned for the tournament that lasts, uh, the series lasts about nine days down there in the Bahamas. So it uh, should be pretty pretty interesting to see how many people will get in. I, I can tell you that there's guys like uh, David Peters that have won their way in, and uh, Paul Tedeschi won a uh, event in Monte Carlo, and Joao Barbosa got his hands on one in a Barcelona event. So those are three of the people that will be in. And then uh, a vlogger in Paradise competition was won by uh, Oliver Biles of the U.K. and Matt Kiefer of the United States. They were awarded their prizes. And Chris is just one of the uh, poker stars uh, representatives, uh, well-known players that are sponsored by Poker Stars, uh, a group that includes Liv Boree and Lex Veldhaus, uh, Jason Somerville, uh, Maria Konnikova, several other people, Jen Shahadi, and uh, Chris has worked very hard to try to promote promote this event for Poker Stars. Uh, so he gave away events, um, platinum passes, I should say at several of his Moneymaker Tour events uh, with a buy-in of just $86. We talked to him about that and uh, several other things. So we want to uh, get to this interview with Chris that uh, I did about a month ago, and uh, he was very kind with his time. We appreciate it. Here's what he had to say. The man of the hour here at the Seminole Hard Rock this week because of his tournament and then turning it into two more wins. Chris Moneymaker on the scene here. Chris, uh, thanks for taking a minute here. Uh, Tell me first about the Moneymaker Tour. Uh, made an appearance here. You've been around the country the last uh, three, four weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was the impetus to get that thing started? Well, the impetus was they, they offered um, all the ambassadors ways to give out a Platinum Pass. Mm -hmm. um, they wanted to give everybody an opportunity to give their fans or their following uh, a pass. And in the beginning, the, the PSPC, the whole concept behind it is to sort of do what I did 15 years ago, and that is to change someone's life or to give someone an opportunity to make life-changing money. Right. And uh, so my whole thing was, well, I want to do something to where basically it's my buy-in, which was $86 in 03, and turn that, you know, and, and give it a, an amateur, if you will, a chance to go do that. So originally the plan was to go around to 10 different casinos and hold these tournaments and the winner would get a seat into a sit and go and the winner of that sit and go would get a platinum pass. That was sort of the original idea. The, the, the biggest thing that I had was all these passes that they're giving out around the world, Americans don't have the opportunity to get them. So okay. I wanted to, another thing was to give you know people in the U.S. the taste and to, you know, to, to feel like they had a, a 
a chance as small as it was to win one of these passes. Um, and it kind of morphed in from the planning stages to what we ended up doing, which was 11 events with the Platinum Pass at every single stop. Okay. And I'll say, if you were willing to come and grind the tour and work for a Platinum Pass, um, and you were decent at poker, you had a pretty good shot at doing so. I mean, it wasn't like these twenty thousand dollar, you know, twenty thousand people free rolls where you know just it's you have to run obscenely well. I mean, there was a guy that uh, did Jamie's Ultimate Sweat, um, Nathan, and he followed the Moneymaker Tour as well. He he said his goal in the beginning of the year was to win a Platinum Pass, and he ended up winning one in Reno. He played all his tour stops, and he's, he wasn't going to quit until he won one, and he actually won the Reno event. So, um, you know, and I've seen a, uh, a few people that wanted to try and get them, and they would come out to, like, one stop, and then, like, my buddy... He came down from Canada, actually, and played uh, at uh, Mohegan Sun and ended up getting third or fourth. And that inspired him to try. He went down to, to, live, to the live casino down in Maryland and tried there as well and came up pretty short there. But, I mean, you know, it, he could taste it. And I talked to another guy that final tabled one in Foxwoods, and he came out to the one out here. It was the last opportunity. So You've been to Maryland Live. You've been to Reno, a couple other places. So what was the thought on coming here to the Hard Rock? I mean, obviously, they have a huge reputation now as uh, maybe the place to be. So you, I'm sure you had to include that in your uh, plans. Yeah, I mean, all the rooms, we were, we were looking for rooms, one, that I had worked for in the past, or two, um, good geographical rooms where people could get to and have you know, ample space and hotel rooms and promotion around it. Uh, and the Hawk, Seminole Hard Rock was probably the first one that came to everybody's, you know, the ones that came up immediately were, you know, Seminole Hard Rock, Windstar, um, Foxwoods, you know, re and we tried to find one in each region. Um, and we wanted to get into the Midwest. We wanted to do, you know, a few more in that area, but we had a, a big contract that uh, had to be signed off, and people had to promote poker stars. They had to allow cameras in the into the building, and all you know, all these things. And you know, even though they were getting this platinum pass for thirty thousand dollars, and we were bringing people into their thing, they still couldn't get over, you know, the, some of the legal language. And we weren't able to get some of the deals done in some of these other places. But we were able to strike, you know, ten deals with casinos, and obviously the the one, the eleventh one was online in, in New Jersey. Um, so I think it was a huge success as far as, you know, the rooms that we did get and the reach that we got. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, picked up a pass during the Seminole High Rock Poker Open, Carlo uh, Rodriguez. I met and, him, yeah. And he is now second in chips in event number one. So he won that in a drawing because he entered a bunch of events. Now he's playing his way maybe toward another one sometime, at some point along the way here. Um, you know, I, I, I think it really is inspiring people. People are very excited about this. It's a, it's a major thing. You know, it, it gives people an opportunity. The one thing I like about it, like, you can't win another one. That's, you know, he can play, and, you know, if he wins, it goes to someone else. You can't win two of these passes. Okay. That's one good thing about these passes. I don't think he knew that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you can't win two passes. Okay. You can't win one and give it to your friend. You can't, okay. you know, one of the things when we started doing this, it was we don't want guys that are just, you know, basically hoarding them like they do main event seats or, they, you know, where you have all these pros buying them up or they, weren't, they aren't going to be transferable and you can only win one. Okay. So... Um, and the reason behind that is, again, to keep, you know, people selling them to, 
you know, someone wins a 25k password and go sell it to Justin Bonomo for 20,000 or whatever and cash out. Um, you know, these are, you know, that's what the whole reason that's sort of giving them away right. is um, you have to take the pass and you have to go and, and play. I mean, obviously you can choose not to play, but you can't sell it. Uh, let me ask you about the $86 price point because, um, you know, obviously great for people, the smaller player that can't afford uh, some of these uh, nosebleed buy-ins. Mm -hmm. But $86, that was the price that you paid for that original satellite to get into the World Series when you won it. But that was widely misreported. I mean, I saw $39 for years. I saw 45 Did that ever bother you that they never got it quite right? Well, no, seeing how I was the one that started the $39 because oh, okay. that's what I thought it was. Oh, okay. Um, I even wrote a book that said $39 to $2.5 million. So honestly, back then... Excuse me, I played uh, very few sit and goes, but I remember playing one for thirty nine dollars, mm -hmm. and I thought that was the one that I won to get into the into the six fifteen. Uh, as it turns out, the, the ticket I guess that I used was an eighty six dollar ticket to the six fifteen, and uh, um, so yeah, I thought it was thirty nine. And for twelve years, I thought it was thirty nine dollars, and it, it wasn't until I went out to Isle of Man in uh, two thousand and fifteen. I was on the island. And one of the IT guys was going, came up to me. We were playing a tournament, and he goes, "Do you know your win wasn't 39 bucks?" I'm like, "Wow, what were you talking about?" It's like, "Yeah, I, we were doing some research because we were gonna, you know, do some feature on it or whatever." And it was an $86 buy-in. I was like, "Well, I'll be damned. Let me see this." And sure enough, we went back and we looked and, you know, had the single. The, it was actually a, a single table, not a two-table satellite. It was a single table satellite to the 615. So. Ended up being $86, and uh, so yeah, the book that I wrote is complete fraud and worth not. not it's, I guess it should be worth more because it's, uh, it's a faulty copy. Okay, let's talk briefly about uh, the tournaments that you won here. First, you came, you won the Moneymaker event. I got second then. Oh, well, okay, technically. Was it chop at the end? No, we no? actually played it out, and he beat me heads up. Oh, so. that's right, okay. Yeah, I did see that. Okay, then the next night. You come back, or the next couple of days, I don't know if it was exactly the next two night, days later. two days later, you win the charity event for Feeding South Florida here, which, uh, you know, had to feel good, certainly, that uh, you brought the notoriety to it for the, for the, uh, the charity, but also the fact that you uh, won that event, and everybody got really excited about that. Yeah, and I got $5,200 in the process for a seat, <laughs> you know, a seat to come down here in August and come back, so um, that was obviously a pretty good little consolation prize or you know prize on top of you know I could again I could win the platinum pass so the second place person got that but still got a good price then you came right back and won the Omaha eight or better event mm -hmm. and a lot of people didn't really realize that you were aficionado of mixed games and you talked about how you really worked on your games over the years and and uh, you know you won that event so tell me about that your interest in uh, building that side of the game uh, for the future well, I've always been a guy, you know, like from when I first started, I played Women Hold'em, and then that got sort of solved, if you will. Um, and then, so I went over and played Omaha 8 or better for a long time. A lot of people don't know, I used to play 75-150 heads up all the time. Heads up was my, heads up, three-handed, four-handed. Um, Omaha 8 was what I played for a very long time. And then that got really hard, so I moved over to PLO, and PLO got hard pretty fast. And so I switched over to 8-game. I've been playing 8-game for years on PokerStars, and... Um, it's been my sort of my game of choice. Whenever I play cash, 
if I can find a mixed game, I'm going to play mixed games. Yeah. But a lot of people uh, want to see it get bigger and bigger, but it's kind of slow. It's a long process. You know, at the World Series, you can obviously find plenty of games, including $10,000 buying games. Well, the, the problem is, is one, it's not offered in a casino on, on an everyday right. basis. It's not, it wasn't promoted on, you know, online. Um, when it's on TV, you only see no limit because that's the easy thing to show. Um, so a lot of people, I mean, I, I, I know so many players, like professional players, have no idea how to play the other games. They, they're no limit holding specialists, and that's all they are. Right. Um, you know, you, the people that you want to see grow the games are the people that can't make it no limit, and they want, you know, and you know they want a variety of games. I mean, and there are other people that just feel like you know it's more fun to play the variety of games as well. But I don't think it's going to get enough traction to. I mean, we're going to get what we got right now, and. Um, you know, the average age in these things are, are pretty old, so uh, it's not, not good for the uh, generation. I mean, obviously I'd like to see the mixed games grow, but, um, you know, if you go to a stop like this, there's usually one or two of them. It's just they're not a whole lot on the schedule. So there's not a whole lot of opportunity for people to, to play. Uh, like you said, the World Series there are some, but the World Series, the buy-ins are usually pretty high, and the field's really tough. It's really small, but it's really tough. Um, you know, you need to have more fields like this that, you know, Jason Somerville's run-it-up series. You know, he has a lot of mixed games there. And, you know, his Twitch is all about teaching mixed games now. And, uh, you know, that that's where the growth in the game will, will come is, you know, maybe people learning on Twitch and learning for free and learning all these different games. And Because, uh, again, no women's gotten to a point where it's gotten really hard to beat. Yeah. So, um, you know. Obviously winning is fun, but do you like it? In these periods of time when there's lots of attention, of course, it's the 15th anniversary, so you knew you were going to get that. You'll have to deal with this in 2023 and 2028 again. <laughs> but uh, are you happy when you're receiving uh, some attention, not just for yourself, but your chance to continue the tremendous job you've done as ambassador for the game? Well, I mean, this is my job. This is something I've been doing for a long time, so obviously you want to have success at it. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, I do it for my family and for my kids. and. Um, you know, I want to grow the game. I mean, if I if we don't grow this game, then you know we don't have a whole. You know, there's a lot of people that don't have jobs. There's a lot of things you don't we don't get to do. So, um, anytime you win, it's obviously a good thing. Um, but you know, I went through a seven or eight year period where I basically won nothing. Right. I mean, it was just like you know the desert, and that didn't really affect my ability to to grow the game or to do what I do. Um, you know, it just it is what it is. You go through dry spills I guess how and did you get back to where you are now working hard just started uh, and working, learning learning more at the time yeah definitely learning more um, obviously variants play some roles right, in it. Sure. I mean, you know you're um, you there are year you know years I would you know be so close but then you just have that you know something happened that just you know, wasn't happening for you and then the run that I've been on here I've been hitting you know when I need to hit and you know like you know, just in this term right now I've been on life support the whole time but every time I needed the, the card to, to sort of save me and keep me in it's been there um, where you know you're playing some of these other events back in the day all the, the ones that right. you just need to avoid I mean if you go back and look at my TV stuff I was all I mean my wife would just like throw up just like you're just getting you just get so unlucky um, but at certain points, you got to realize it's not all about luck. You got to put yourself in positions to win. I worked on my game and uh, worked on my mental attitude of just, you know, not letting it bother me and just trying to come back and play my best game. Because I mean, obviously, if you're going through a rough spell, whether it be a year, a month, a week, whatever, 
uh, it can affect you mentally. This, you know, you have some mental toughness in this game, and you can make poor decisions, and not even realize you're making poor decisions. Okay, last question. And uh, by the way, thank you so much for being so generous with your time. I do appreciate that. I'm sure, you know, you've had to deal with this for so many years. You're used to it. Uh, Sammy Farha. Any contact with him over the years, especially now, 15 years later, when there's a lot of attention to it? No, no contact really much at all. The only thing I've had is there's been two card, I guess, card rooms down in Houston and Texas are, are starting to, to take off. And I've had a couple of them reach out to me that want to work with me and do something and sort of combine me and Sammy in a rematch or do something for some kind of activity. Um, you know, that, that's about the extent of it. I mean, I don't talk to him, and he plays down in Houston. I don't think he travels the circuit or does much. So, um, But I definitely had a couple rooms down there that are like, you know, hey, can we bring you down, set up a match with you and Sammy, get some promotion out of it, and things of that nature. So uh, there's definitely been a, a little bit of a talk, but at the same time, I mean, you know, it, uh, my schedule's pretty full. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. I'm booked up through April 14th right now. So... Uh, which is good. I mean, you want you want to be busy. You don't yeah, want to absolutely. be, uh, you know. Absolutely. Well, good luck on a comeback here. And uh, where are you headed to next? I will be going for. I leave tomorrow for my daughter's soccer tournament. Uh, then Thanksgiving, then I'll be in Daytona, and then I go to Uruguay, and then the, then the Bahamas. Okay. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. And we do appreciate Chris spending the time with us. And now that we know more about this great event, which will be played once again from January 6th through the 10th in the Bahamas at the Atlantis uh, Hotel, the Poker Stars Players No Hold'em Championship. And it should be very interesting. And uh, maybe we'll have a new Poker Star by the end of this tournament. We'll see what happens with it uh, again. Uh, look forward always to talking with Chris, and he's been on the show several times, and uh, again, one of the great ambassadors for the game. Let's take another break on the show. When we come back, we'll hear from Steve Blade, uh, the other second half of the interview I talked about on last week's show. Uh, we ran the first half as he talked about his Quee Win book that he co-wrote with Quee uh, regarding the 2016 World Series of Poker Main Event Championship and then the second half of that interview, we talked a little more about poker strategy and the poker teaching that he's doing at his website, advancedpokertraining.com. So we'll hear that when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line. Thanks for being with us here on the Best of 2018 Part 2. And look forward to having Joe back on the show with me next week. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about the PCA and Aussie Millions and all the things coming up in January and wrap up uh, a couple other events. There's also a big Seminole Hard Rock tournament in January, the Lucky Hearts Poker Open. And we'll uh, revise uh, our thoughts um, on the Fun in the Sun tournament, which uh, concluded right after Christmas. So uh, as you listen to the program, that will be going on most likely, and we'll talk about that next week. Uh, be right back after these messages on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick-six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. 
It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack, and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. Welcome back to Best of Poker Action Line 2018. This is our second of two shows. Uh, next week we'll have Joe back in the studio and we'll talk about lots of upcoming tournaments and we look forward to that when we join you live from our studio in Pembroke Pines and uh, we get back to action for 2019. It should be another great year for poker and we're looking forward to it. I mentioned before the break uh, our interview with Steve Blay that we did back in May and this was the second half. We earlier talked about Qui Win mostly and uh, then I wanted to discuss a little bit about his poker training site which is called advancedpokertraining.com we urge you to check that out it seems like an excellent site to really improve your game very quickly and become a top player in no time so here's what steve had to say he he runs the site with his brother alan and i found this to be very interesting and i hope you will as well uh let's switch over to advanced poker training and the you know what the site represents i mean i know that math is part of your gig uh is it heavy in the math explaining that to people i know it's a simulated hands and and people actually kind of sit down and play against people and then you can talk about it afterwards which seems uh, pretty unique in the poker training world yeah so the site is obviously it's evolved a lot over the years it started out the the original core product is just as i mentioned before you can play against these uh, virtual poker players that will uh, that will give you advice while you're playing against them. So uh, you know you can you can play much quicker. Obviously, one of one of the uh, barriers to getting better at poker is you just can't play enough hands. You go to a poker room and you get in maybe 30 hands an hour or something like that, and you're just not put in difficult situations often enough to to really learn how to handle them. Um, whereas on advanced poker training, you could play, uh, you know, up to maybe 500 hands an hour. And, um, and in addition to that, you can put yourself into trouble situations over and over again in order to train in those situations. So, I mean, for example, um, pocket jacks, you know, you have a lot of people say that they, they really don't like playing pocket jacks or maybe ace queen is another trouble hand for some people. You can configure the software to deal you pocket jacks or ace queen over and over again, hundreds of times in a row. So you can train just with those hands. 
Um, or you can uh, you can freeze the button. Let's say you're having trouble playing out of the big blind and you want to work on your blind defense. You can freeze the button, and then the software will deal you in the big blind hundreds of times in a row so you can specifically train on playing from in the big blind. So it's really versatile that way uh, to help you you know, train at a, at a rate. I mean, it would take years of live poker play to get the amount of training you can get probably in one week on, on advanced poker training. Uh, what's the best way for people? Just go to the site and just sign up and start doing it? Uh, I know that you have some kind of a special uh, rate for our listeners. Yes, yeah, as we talked about earlier. So, yeah, advancedpokertraining.com. If they go there, uh, you know, they can sign up. Uh, just create an account for free to begin with, and then if they want to get access to all the features um, as a special deal just for you, Big Dave, you get the the offer code Big Dave. Uh, they can they can punch that in on the uh, the payment screen, and with with the code Big Dave, they're going to get a big discount on any of the m- membership packages. So they can just buy anywhere from one month to six months to a year to a lifetime membership, and they'll get a with with the offer code Big Dave, look at a discount on any of those. You call it the quickest path from beginner to world champion. Uh, how long does it take to turn your game around? I guess it depends on how hard you work, how often you go to the site, and how much uh, uh, training you take on it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, to play at a world class level is not going to happen overnight. But uh, you'd be amazed how quickly one can go from a to a beginner, to someone playing at at a you know a, a high enough level to be able to beat you know middle stakes, uh, let's say you know a two five cash game, something like that, by uh, by using the training uh, you know methods on APT. I, I did want to mention one brand new thing we have is called this. We call it the combat trainer that will actually let you. You know, I mentioned before you can you can train pre-flop with things like having a deal pocket jacks or ace queen to you over and over again. We also have a combat trainer that will let you train in very specific trouble situations on the flop and beyond, uh, in specific tournament scenarios where you might get yourself in trouble. So um, as you know, as one example there, let's say everyone knows that ace king looks really nice, but when you miss the flop, uh, you know, it, it's it's more difficult to play it, especially when you're out of position. So you can set up a scenario just like that in the combat trainer where it will deal you ace-king and uh, you raise, say you get a couple of callers, and then every time you'll miss the flop. So the thing will be configured to make sure you miss the flop every single time. Uh, and so again, really quickly, you'll be able to get more comfortable playing ace-king out of position when you miss the flop. Um, so you know, again, these kinds of things, they're, they're, they're situations that come up over and over again. And if you just play live poker, every time it happens, you say to yourself, oh man, not again. I never know what to do in this situation. And the only way to get better at those is really to get out of your comfort zone and just play them over and over and over again until you, until you get better at it. So, um, so I just wanted to bring up the combat trainer because that's the, one of the brand new things we just launched that I, is really getting rave reviews, and I think it's uh, you know the next our, our next greatest feature of anything we've added within the last few years. And if people like your style of teaching, they can actually uh, book training sessions one on one with you, uh, either via phone or Skype, or if you're in uh, 
in northern Florida area, Tampa, Jacksonville, somewhere in there, you could actually set up something with them there. Uh, how would they go about uh, setting that up with you? Uh, they can that for that they can just check steveblay.com and they'll see uh, my rates on there. I'm, I I regret that I'm I'm not cheap, but uh, <laughs> um, but I, I I think I'm worth it. I you know I've obviously <laughs> studied the game for pretty much full time for ten years now, so uh, um, I I think I'm the best at what I do. And so yeah, I, I coach here in Florida. Occasionally I travel. I had I was just down in Sarasota a couple weeks ago where I gentleman paid me to come down to Sarasota and coach him live for a few days. I coach out in Vegas. Anytime I'm out there, I have a lot of private students out there. So I'm always, uh, I really enjoy doing private coaching. I'm always looking for more people interested in that so they can just check out steveblay.com. Okay. And uh, since it's been over a year since uh, uh, the victory uh, for uh, Qui, of course, we didn't have a November 9 this past year. But Scott Blumstein did win the uh, the World Championship last summer in July, and since then, I guess you've uh, done a few uh, hand review videos with him. Yeah, Scott and I sat down and we went through the ten most important hands from his final table experience, and we really went in depth. Uh, you know, spending at least uh, twenty minutes going back and forth. We we recorded these these sessions where I kind of. Uh, I kind of helped him, you know, express his thought process in words, and uh, we talked over the hand, and I tried to, you know, prompt him to really get out of him exactly what he was thinking on some of these really key hands, and uh, that was a lot of fun, and, and Scott also, Scott just amazed me with what a talented poker mind he is. I just didn't expect him to really... Uh, be uh you know, I, I wasn't I, I wasn't aware that he had studied the game as much as he actually had. Um but you know certainly his win was no was not um was not luck. Uh and again anyone that watched his final table as well saw that he was um very dominating as well. Maybe not in the same way that Quee was, but he also uh had things in control pretty much the whole way and uh and so that was a lot of fun. So those are also published on the website where you can watch the the hand review videos uh, where where Scott and I discuss them. And, you know, there's also we have content from a whole bunch of different uh, poker pros. We have this feature called the Beat the Pro Challenge where you actually get to play some hands of poker in a particular uh, category, in a particular skill area, and then you get to watch one of our pros playing those exact same hands you just played and talking over them with you know giving audio commentary on why they played it the way they did so it's a it's a very interactive learning process where you get to play the hands first and then you get to watch the pro playing those same hands and for those we have uh, you've got some of those from uh the mad genius himself Mike Caro and uh, Jonathan Little Scott Clements um, uh, Ed Miller, you know, who's a who's an author of about a dozen Absolutely poker great. books, and yeah. yeah, so uh, we've got lots of those beat the pro challenges. That's probably the, in addition to the combat trainer, the beat the pro challenges are, um, you know, probably the most exciting thing on the whole site, just because it is such an interactive, complete training met- method that really gets you thinking about wh- where the flaws in your own thought process are. So check it out, folks, advancedpokertraining.com. Uh, Steve Blay is the founder. 
the programmer, the software engineer, the poker coach uh, behind Advanced Poker Training, along with his brother, Alan. It's been uh, up since 2009, and they have over 30,000 members from 27 countries. Uh, really invite you to check it out. Uh, I guess in closing, I'll just say that of all the people that didn't like the November 9, I would think that you've got to be one of the most disappointed people that they got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed, I, I thought it was kind of, it was just a neat concept how all the players knew they were going to be getting at least a million dollars, and then they, so it gave them three months to hire coaches and train, and I thought it made for a very interesting final table. Thank you for your time, Steve. Uh, I think maybe uh, I need a little bit of this training. Maybe I'll jump on the site and uh, type in Big Dave and see uh, if I can learn something myself. Hey, I look forward to playing heads up against you for a lot of money, Big Dave. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would like that. Uh, thanks for your time, Steve. We'll have you on again before too long. All right, great. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thanks I'll for your be time. happy to come back anytime. Let's take our final break on the show. We'll be back with more and finish things up with an interview we did with Ken Lambert, the new poker room director at the Isle Casino here in South Florida, one of the top rooms in the area. And I got a chance to talk to him earlier in the year when they ran a big tournament. So we'll hear that when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line. We'll be back with our final segment after these messages. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Big changes at the Isle Casino this year. The two big rooms, obviously, are the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood and then the Isle Casino in Pompano Park. Of course, many other great rooms down here, Gulfstream Park, Mardi Gras, the big easy poker room there, uh, Magic City. Um, of course, we have Hylia Park and uh, Seminole Coconut Creek, a lot of great rooms here in South Florida. Dania Highline has a nice room as well. But We try to cover as many as we can, but obviously the two that have the biggest tournaments are the Seminole Hard Rock and the Isle Casino, so they get most of our coverage as we cover mostly tournament poker here in South Florida. Uh, we talked with Ken Lambert Jr., who took over early in the year, and he gave us a little insight into what it's like to make a big change. He has a huge history, a long, vast history in poker in Tunica and Las Vegas and many other places, but he made the adjustment to South Florida in 2018, and here's what he said about that. Here at the Florida State Poker Championship, the first one for Ken Lambert at the helm here at the Isle Casino. Uh, this has always been kind of like the crown jewel of the Isle for years, and uh, you've been through a few things since you've been here. Uh, how do you feel about this one now as we're coming down to a conclusion? Uh, it's been a great event. Um, you know, it is up a little bit over the last event. Um, this is their second largest uh, field that they've had. I know one other time they did a buy-in, a $2,500 buy-in, and it was a million dollars. But I believe this is the uh, the largest $1,500 buy-in event that they've had. So, uh, so far, so good. Big names. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, just an unbelievably stacked field here on day two. Uh, a little over 100, I guess about 111 starting today, plus anybody that bought in late. Uh, but right off the top of the head, the two people you hosted here, 
uh, Vanessa Russo and Scotty Wynn, which signed autographs here earlier this week, are here. Johnny Chan is here, and then all the great Florida players. So you got to be thrilled with the uh, marquee value of this one. Oh, definitely thrilled. Uh, you know, to get Scotty, uh, of course, was was a lot of fun. And uh, Vanessa, known her a long time. She's had some great success throughout, uh, you know, her uh, her poker career. And um, you know, she's had some great success with me in other events. So I think that she kind of thought, yeah, this might be a great spot to, you know, jump back into poker. And uh, I've had great, uh, like I said, great luck with uh, with Ken's events. So uh, you know, got Scotty and her both to come and have a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, last minute, you know, Johnny Chan, uh, you know, uh, he um, he comes in and. Uh, and uh, it's been exciting, you know, people you know, recognize Johnny, and uh, so it's been fun having him here. Not to get too much into uh, what you have to look at over the next few days when you review this tournament and others, but uh, in years past there was bigger buy-ins. You mentioned the 2500 At one time there was a $5,300 buy-in years ago, uh, but the trend has been to go smaller and uh, understand uh, there were some changes. And, appealed more to the smaller player, but some of the big-name players kind of like, uh, they like the big prizes. Certainly, they like the big guarantees. Uh, would you go back in that direction at all? You know, I think it's tough to go back in that direction, uh, maybe as just a, uh, a one-off, a special event. It's just as we know, there's so many poker tournaments today. There's a tournament in everybody's backyard. So, um, you know, we need to make sure that we are uh, kind of catering to, you know, the buy-in that fits, the buy-in that works. And we have found that over the years, and not just up at multiple other events, you know, around that $1,500 range seems to really work well with, with locals and some traveling players. But again, you know, the bigger buy-ins, um, I think those are for special events. And, uh, you know, not saying we would never do it, but right now that's not going to be the direction in the future to, to, to go that high at this time. Okay. Uh, you've been here nearly six months, uh, have a chance to settle in and uh, make your life in South Florida. Uh, you know, you, obviously you, your early career in Vegas and all the years you spent in uh, Tunica and places like that. Uh, but South Florida is really a huge growing market. And uh, first of all, personally, how has it been for you to settle in here? And secondly, what have you determined about the market now that you've been here? Uh, personally, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. I haven't done a whole lot. Um, I, only, I only moved uh, about a mile away from work, so right now, uh, uh, since I am so close, I don't get out much. But I'm starting to. Um, I'm starting to enjoy it. I, I'm starting to see there's some great things to do in Florida. Um, and the market, uh, interesting market. You know, I've never worked in a market before where it had such, you know, highs and lows for, you know, season and out of season. So it has been a learning curve for me. Uh, but with that learning curve, you know, the higher, the bigger money leaves, a lot of the locals still stay. So if you cater to that right number, then, you know, your events are still going to be successful. But it has been a, uh, a learning curve for me to actually be able to say, okay, are we in season or out of season? Right, exactly. Uh, coming up next, uh, actually last time we talked was about what you would do next. You wanted to get some national exposure with uh, one of the poker tours, and you decided on the card player poker tour, which will be later this month, uh, August 16th through the 27th. Um, certainly an established uh, group to get involved with. What were your thoughts in choosing them to uh, align with? Well, for, um, uh, you know, for one, I was looking for a, um, a tour that could get us you know, a lot of media exposure. Um, uh, you know, and there's multiple... Um, you know, uh, tours out there that can. Uh, Annie Up is also a great, uh, uh, you know, avenue for a tour. Uh, media Exposure, they have a magazine, uh, as well as Card Player. So, you know, I've been involved with Card Player in the past. I've done some business with them before. 
And so I thought, you know, for um, the opportunity to take um, our events out and for social media, magazine, uh, you know, covers, uh, I felt this might be the great fit for us for the first time out of the gate. Uh, how about cash games? I mean, that's obviously the backbone of any business. The tournament brings you the publicity, but the, car, the cash games are really your bread and butter. Um, you seem to be doing well there, but the summer is also kind of slow here. People go, to, go out of town. Uh, not a lot of people on vacation in the summer in South Florida. They go other, up north mostly for the most part. So uh, what are your thoughts about attracting? I did see you had some big high hands, $1,000 high hands coming up uh, next month. Uh, on, a, on a limited basis, but uh, that's always tough to get into that game with all the other properties in this town. It is tough, and for the cash games, you're right. Um, it seems like high hand is where it is in Florida. Uh, that's like seems to be the most competitive tool everybody uses. Let's see if you can give you know the the, the biggest high hand out there and the, big, the biggest amount of money for those high hands. Um, but we've also learned uh, here that uh, given the players. Um, um, you know, uh, a little more professionalism, uh, which has been good for us. You know, we've made some changes, and so the players reacted positive to it, and, and we are getting some cash play. Uh, but we're noticing during these uh, the big tournaments, you get some cash play, but it doesn't really bring the cash player like it used to years ago. So we, uh, we try to uh, attract them while they're here and uh, give them the best experience possible. Uh, just one, any of your thoughts on uh, the World Series of Poker this year? It was, uh, it was tremendous TV coverage. I watched during the final table, I think I watched 18 hours out of the whatever they had, 24 or something like that. But it was pretty incredible and uh, even taped it. I don't know if I'll ever go back and watch that again, but really interesting stuff and, uh, and, a, and a great time and a great champion this year. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy to see the direction that, you know, the World Series has gone and, and, um, you know, Jack Eppel does a great job. Who you hired originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack and I worked together many years ago. Um, uh, you know, been a lot of fun with Jack. And, and like I say, done a good job with the World Series. Um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, for the final table uh, in the past, you know, you had to wait, uh, you know, several weeks before you could even play the final table. So, you know, I think the direction and the change has been good. Um, you know, it was exciting to see such a large field. And, um, you know, today for the pros, it's... It's, uh, there's still, still some pros out there winning some bracelets, but with the number of players in that main event, it is so tough for us to see that pro that we used to see on a regular basis, you know, not only win, but just make the final table. You get a lot of new names, and uh, I thought Tony Miles would really acquitted himself well. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, his attitude and his uh, demeanor at the table. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of new names are going to come out every year, and you're not going to see all these big stars. But then on the flip side, you had the big one for one drop, which was kind of a big drop-off for them this year, only 27 players. But that, too, was very interesting play, including the hand that Jack was standing right at the table when the exposed card, and then two guys ended up getting knocked out in the same hand. So uh, fun for the fans. Fun, fun for the fans, definitely. And, you know, you're right. It, 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 is, um, it can be disheartening when you see a drop-off like that for something. I do know a lot of um, several guys that were playing satellites and qualifiers trying to win their seat into that event when, um, you know, maybe a few years ago they had the cash. They could just, you know, buy into the event. But uh, a lot of struggles out there today, you know, a lot of money being spent in a lot of events. So I think a lot of these guys that may have bought in, uh, you know, now they're having to play those qualifiers and satellites to try to win their seats. Yeah. 
We're right in day two of this uh, main event here. It's going to be a long day today. Uh, I, I'm assuming it will go into tomorrow for maybe a final table. Yes, the final table is tomorrow. So, uh, you know, we're excited. We're hoping that, uh, you know, we get some regulars here in Florida that make the final table. But would also love to see, you know, Vanessa or Scotty be at that final table also. Uh, um, you know, I was hoping maybe to see Johnny Chan at the final table, but Johnny's uh, just got busted out a few minutes ago. So uh, I'm so happy he was here. Yeah, it's uh, certainly not in your purview to cheer for anybody, but that would be uh, fun, and I'm sure you would be happy if uh, someone recognizable made the final table, or maybe several of them. It would be a lot of fun, and you know, but not and not just for us, the property, but you know, for the fans, it's always exciting to see somebody that is talkative at the table that has a large following. So when they do their when they do their Twitter and their tweets and 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 their Facebooks, you know, a lot of fans will follow. So you're right, it would be exciting, um, but you know, uh, also it's kind of we'd like to see the money stay uh, stay close yeah. by. <laughs> that always means something. Well, congratulations on a great event uh, coming down to the close here. And uh, no rest for the weary. You got to turn around and start planning that uh, card player tournament and uh, the final arrangements for that. Yes, and you know we're looking forward to it again. Like I said, the first event. And uh, but I want to say thank you to Annie Up and uh, taking the time to come out and say hi and uh, and talk with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, we appreciate all the people who joined us as guests here in 2018. We hope you enjoyed as many of the shows as possible. And we'll bring you more in 2019. We'll talk about uh, Poker News' top 10 stories of the year next week. And also uh, take a look ahead to the big tournament down at the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas. And, of course, the many other things that will take place here in South Florida and around the country and around the world in 2019. Thanks for being with us. Our thanks to Gio Choa, who does a yeoman's work to putting this all together. Appreciate the help that he gives us, and thanks to Joe Rodriguez as well for being my co-host over the last eight and a half years. Look forward to our ninth anniversary later in March, and we'll celebrate that as we move into 2019. I'm Big Dave Lemon. Thanks for being with us, and we appreciate uh, all the times that you take a few minutes to listen to what we have to say. We'll catch you next week on another edition of Poker Action Line. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.